Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you, sir? I'm doing super. How about yourself? If I was any better, I would be you. Oh. Sitting at home, enjoying life, just just, just being the man. Sure. It's nice. It's kind of nice, to be honest. Yeah. The man of your house, you got, uh, you got the, the blurred bookshelf in the background. You're looking good, man. Yeah, those are all uh, really prestigious books about science and uh, math and medical stuff. That's what they are all about. So I, You can't tell. Uh, it's blurred out back there, but I can kind of see where it says medical stuff on one of the books. Yes, it's a uh, medical Bible. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, well, we are not together uh, in studio today. Unfortunately, I'm out of town. Uh, so we are doing this over Zoom. Uh, so still got a video to put up on the YouTube. Follow us on all those good things with the YouTubes and the iHearts and the uh, what else we got there, Ad? You know, iTunes and uh, iHeartRadio and and Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud and uh, and uh, what's the big one that Joe Rogan's on? Um, uh, yep. You know the, the 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 black and green logo. Uh, Spotify, Spotify. Thank you. Uh, yep. Yeah, I mean you, right. you look at the top the top three on Spotify. It's it goes Rogan, Nosebleeds, and then probably one of those true crime podcasts or something. Yeah, apparently that's like the big thing. The true crime podcasts are apparently like what started podcasts, the way I understand it. Yeah, been around for a long time. Didn't know that. Well, Adam, we got to, we, we're going to talk a little bit of sports today. Aaron Judge is doing some crazy things. Um, but before we get to that, let's start off with our favorite segment. Even though we are not together, we're still going to have a Reese's segment. Still making it happen for the people. The people with love that, the Reese's segment. We're going to make it happen. Being, yeah. With that being said, Adam took a picture of three Reese's things that he purchased and just said, hey, if you can get one of these, let's do it. Well, I got one. Probably my least favorite of all three is the only one at the, sta- at the gas station I was at. Do you okay. want to take a guess? I could because, yes, because I have a, a least favorite of the three as well. Okay. And so you and I have have a very similar taste for Reese's, sure. Um, because we are uh, we're we're men of of uh, uh, intelligent palates. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say my least favorite is the Reese's Dark Fins. Oh man! Nope. You know what? Oh, here's the, there is one difference in our palate. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess. It's the it's the crunchy snack cake. No. Oh last one. All three are probably not my favorite Reese's things, but the wafer, you know, I'm not a wafer guy. Uh, I'm not a wafer guy. Is that um, what this is? Oh, that is it, it looks like it's a wafer. So we've got the Reese's crispy crunchy. So it's your chocolate, peanut butter. Crispy peanut butter candy and peanuts. Okay. I'm, I'm hoping to be pleasantly surprised. Same. So this might be like a Butterfinger, sort of, with peanuts, which, eh. 
All right. So we've both taken the first bite. As always, my favorite thing to say, Adam, first impressions. It is like a like a butterfinger to me. That that crisp, that peanut butter crisp in there, the consistency at least, maybe not exactly the taste, but the consistency reminds me of a butterfinger. Butterfinger was my favorite candy bar for a while growing up. Sure, I love sure it gets caught in your teeth. I love, I love the Simpsons. Bart Simpson, one of my all-time favorites. Never in my life have I bought myself a Butterfinger because I think they're disgusting. Okay. So that makes me think that your first impression, if you think anything about a Butterfinger on this, that makes me think that you're not going to be a fan here. It's not terrible. I haven't had a Butterfinger in so long. I probably enjoy it more than I act like I would. Mm. But not bad. One to ten. What are you giving it? I'm going for the Reese's Crispy Crunchy. 7.9. Wow. That's low. But I still like it. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, it's a little low compared to some of the other stuff we've had. I'm going with a 8.1. I'm going to put this higher than you did. I'm a little surprised. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. All right. We're still very close. <clears throat> Seven, nine for me, eight, one for you on the Reese's Crispy Crunchy. All right. Good work there. While we're, while we're chewing on this, let's chew on what we think about Aaron Judge. A few weeks ago, we talked about Aaron Judge on this yeah. podcast in comparison, especially with Shohei Otani talking about the MVP, the, the American League MVP. Since then, Shohei Otani has dropped off a little bit. He's still a, a, a player that we've never seen in our lifetime because he's one of the best pitchers and hitters in the game, um, especially pitching. But since then, Aaron Judge has gotten even better, and he is on a tear right now. His last 10 games, he's, tw- he's 10 for 20, so he's hitting 500 in his last 10 games. He's got 10 RBIs. He's got uh, not including tonight, which is there's a game going on right now that we already know he's had two doubles in. Um, so his so including tonight, his average in his last eleven games is still five hundred. Um, uh, Ten RBIs, uh, f- five home runs. I think in that time he had two uh, in a game on Sunday, and then the one he had last night from the time we're recording this was his. 60th home run. Unbelievable. 60th home run that put him at that, over that, or at that special number mark. 60 is is 59 to 60. There's like a massive difference there. 60 just looks a lot better. Um, it also put him in the lead in all three 
statistical categories that qualify him for the triple crown. He is currently winning the triple crown. So batting average is hitting 316. <clears throat> he's winning the MVP. I mean, he's already won the MVP. It's over, right? The MVP race is over. Aaron Judge, here's my question for you. Does it not feel does it not feel the same? His baseball lost so much that when Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa were doing this, it just doesn't have that same feeling that it did then. Aaron Judge is now one of five people to hit 60 home runs. If he does one more, he'll be one of four people to hit 61 home runs. Mm-hmm. Is that right? One, two, three, one of five people. He'll be the fifth. He'll be the fifth for with 61. This is unprecedented. We've never seen anything like this from a non-steroid using player. We've never seen it. Is this, is if he breaks 61 and gets 62, is he the home run champion? Uh, no, not to me. And to answer your first question, yeah, this doesn't have the same bite for me that that, that home run race between McGuire and Sosa in 98 did. It just doesn't. Even even knowing, and to answer your second question, no, it doesn't make him the – now it makes him the American League home run, single-season home run champion. But it, it just doesn't – you know, McGuire and Sosa both hit over 61, and Bonds hit 73 in a season. So I know even with the steroid stuff, even with the HGH and the, and, and the Viagra and whatever else they were taking – <laughs> I, 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 it, it just doesn't, it, the number is the number. It, they have not decided to put an asterisk next to it in the record book or anything like that yet. So the number is the number. And to be honest, for kids born in the last five, 10 years, 15 years, maybe even, they are not as aware of the Maguire Sosa bond stuff, you know, kids that your son's age, now, he might know more than a lot of other kids because his dad's a baseball nut, but but for a lot of kids that are growing up and love baseball, Aaron Judge is is going to be the home run king. Yeah. Guys like you and me in our in our early 60s, no, it, it's it's just not. I don't know. It's just the so all right. So before we get into the numbers, because we'll get into the numbers here in a little bit. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna talk numbers after this. Um, but you talked about how there's no asterisks next to the home runs and all that stuff. And and did you know that for Roger Maris's entire career, there was an asterisk next to his home run total for until he died. He was dead for years before they took the asterisks off of his 61 home runs being regular season because they said because they said he did it it took him more games and the game and it was a longer season at that point yada 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 there's 50 more bats he he did it he hit 61 and 590 at bats Babe Ruth did it in 540 at bats Aaron Judge 529 at bats Mm. to get to 60 that's pretty impressive that is impressive um 
Yeah, the uh the the Billy Crystal movie about the Roger Maris nineteen sixty was it nineteen sixty one? He hit sixty one, wasn't he? He hit sixty one and sixty one, yeah. Um Babe hit sixty and twenty seven and, and Maris hit sixty one and sixty one. Yeah, that that movie was called sixty one asterisk. I mean, usually don't say yeah. that part of it, but it had the asterisk on the title for that reason. So um and that, that that was a cool movie. If you've never watched that movie and you like baseball, definitely go check that movie out. Especially now, since Aaron Judge, another Yankee, by the way, uh, is is kind of chasing him down, and is probably he's probably he's one home run away. He's on pace for sixty six, which is to me is so amazing. And I I remember when Bonds and Sosa were going after this, and they were cutting into regularly scheduled programming on multiple channels to see that, to watch each at bat they had. I was in my dad's basement and they jumped in for McGuire when he hit 62. I'll never forget it as long as I live. Yep. I, I was, I had a VHS tape in and was recording every time they broke into his at bats. I yep. have, I have a 60 second on VHS. That's is, that is who we were then. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't – baseball is losing its luster. We hear about it all the time. The kids don't care about it, this, that, and the other. It, it has never felt more realistic until right now. This feels like this is realistic. That's a great point. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. It doesn't feel the same to me either. And I still love baseball, but I, I watch less of it now. I don't keep – up. at one time, I, I feel like I could name – 80% of of the players on almost every baseball team now i can name maybe 5% of the players yeah. i mean i'm yeah. i just i just can't keep up with it as well it just doesn't you're right it doesn't have the exact same luster that it used to and i don't know if it's i i guess it must be for a lot of people because you're saying the same thing i you know i i was thinking maybe you know i'm just i've i've grown up and and i've gotten into some different things and maybe i i think you know i'm I'm, i'll i'll turn on a i'll turn on a comedy podcast before i'll turn on a uh you know mets phillies game on a tuesday night now and i definitely didn't used to do that before but for you to say that that really jumps out at me yeah i mean it's it's crazy so so bonds and mcguire was that that was 98 right Mm mm-hmm not Bonds and McGuire, Sosa McGuire. Sosa McGuire, yeah. 2001 was Barry Bonds. Yeah. By the way, if you look at Barry Bonds' home run totals, like just randomly a 73, that's insane. It's stupid. <laughs> the guy he, never he, hit 50. He never hit 50 home runs. Before that? Or after. Really? He hit 49 the year before, 46, 45, 45. Never hit over 50. I was thinking. And then he hit 73. Over. Yeah. Insane. Uh, besides the point, getting off of that, of course, the next year he walked almost 200 times, which is a record still to this day. Yeah. Uh, let's talk. So growing up, so that was uh, – so those two years apart from each other when they did that, it's been uh, – since Bonds, it's been 21 years. 22 years. 22 years. No, 21 years. 2022. 21 years. So in 98, 21 years before that would have been 77. 
Maris hit six, hit it 61, 61. So that's 37 years before that. Growing up as kids, we knew how many home runs Babe Ruth hit. We knew how many home runs Roger Maris hit. We knew how many total home runs Hank Aaron had. We knew how many total home runs Babe Ruth had. Those are numbers that were set in our brains. Mm -hmm. And it like baseball and numbers are so incredible and and they mean so much. They don't, it it doesn't feel like it means the same. I, I forgot that bonds. I I didn't, I knew it was 70 something. I couldn't have told you it was 73. Do you know how many total home runs Barry Bonds has? 762. Oh, okay. Did you look it up? I did. Yeah. Okay. I knew it was 760 something, but I didn't know exactly the number. No. Right. So, you know, you we know that that Hank Aaron hit 755 home runs. Yeah. We know that Babe Ruth hit 714 home runs. And and that was the key. Those were the numbers that Aaron was chasing. And and then Maris chased 61. And then everybody chased 61 or chased 60. Everybody chased 61. These numbers are incredible. Do you remember how many home runs Barry Bonds and or uh Sammy Sosa or Mark McGuire hit? Maguire was the one who ended up breaking the record and holding it. Do you remember how many home runs he had that year? He had seven seventy, right? I was, I, I could I don't know. I think I'm asking you. I, I'm I, gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up and I'm gonna tell you. But that's my thing is you're thinking. I think I think yeah. it was seventy. It was seventy, and he had sixty five the next year. Yeah, that's insane. Don't even think about those things. Don't even pop up in our heads. Yeah, and is that are are the numbers and what they mean now? Do they mean less because of McGuire and Sosa and Bonds and what we know about them now and and a big reason I, why they reach those numbers? I think they do. I to me it is. To me it is because it was it's a record that was held for so long and then just obliterated over the span of three years, and then nothing ever came close again. Yeah. How can you not? How can you not? How can that not taint all of those records? Yeah, it it does. It certainly does a little bit. It's hard not to think. You know, I the home run record. I I could still I could still consider Hank Aaron the home run king. All right. Well, if that's the case, then then you would consider Roger Maris the home run, the single season home run camp. Because if you're saying because of steroids and everything, well, that's the same reason that they hit their single season home runs. So. Yeah, that's fair. It, it's I, I'm okay. See, I'm just not, I'm just not And at one time I was, but I'm just not anymore. So dead set on the, I've got to be a purist. I've got to be, if, if there's any talk at all about anybody doing anything that was enhancing their performance, I'm, it doesn't count. I'm with you. And, I'm, and with I'm, you. I'm not, I'm not like that anymore. So I'm, I'm with you on that. Like I'm like, it's time to put bonds in the, in the, in there. It's time to put Clemens in there. What those guys did on the field. It's time. Yeah. Right. They, they, they should be in the hall of fame. They're hall of fame. They had a hall of fame career before they blew up They had a hall of fame career during and after and everything else. Hall of fame career. 
My point is when you look at those three years, 98, 99, 2000, 2001, four years, it is stupid. It's stupid how different it is from the entire, from, from the last 30 years, 50 years of baseball history in, in a span of four or five years. Like it's that, that's my part where I, Aaron Judge beats Roger Maris. He will forever be, I will consider him as the home run, single season home run king who did it the right way. I mean, Barry Bonds is always going to have that record. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But Judge is a freaking nature. This guy's going to win the, he's going to win the, uh, win the triple crown. He's going to win the MVP. He's, he's hit, he, he bumped his average up again today to 317. He's got, um, he's already got a hundred and some RBIs. I'm sorry. I've done switched over to Mark McGuire now. Um, yeah. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. What he did. And he done it. He's hit 60 in less at bats than it took for Ruth or Maris to do it as well. So you couldn't even put an asterisk next to this dude's name. Like they did to Maris for those years. You know, what numbers I want to find is the, the biggest margin between first and second place in a season because he is 20 home runs ahead of the guy in second place, which is Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber has 40 home runs and he has the second most home runs in major league baseball. That's unbelievable. I I feel like that might be a record for the biggest margin between first and second. That's a, that's a good question. Because to me, that makes it. We'll get Hembo on it. We'll get Hembo on it. Check it out, Hembo. Let us know. I that makes it even more impressive. I mean, that he's dominating the league this bad or or this much. Um, and and you know what's funny is I turned on. I got home tonight, knew they were playing, and I turned on MLB Network because I figured if anybody's going to break into the Yankees games, it's going to be that. They did break in for the second at bat, I think. But that so far, I think that was those that was the only one that I saw. Um, and maybe they did break in, and I just I just missed it because I was doing something else. But I I've had MLB Network on to see if they broke in, and it just doesn't seem like it's as big. They're talking about them, but I mean the coverage it, it was national news. To your point, they were breaking into other stuff, and they're talking about it on Good Morning. They're talking about Mark McGuire on Good Morning America in sixty mm-hmm. minutes and. You yeah. know that's that stuff's not happening with Aaron Judge right now, yeah. uh, and and maybe if he was at sixty nine or seventy and he was going to break Bond's record, maybe it'd be different. But even if, even then, I'm not sure. What if what if he gets to sixty two? What about when he gets to sixty two? Is that the number that starts bringing on more? Because then he become then he becomes the American League home run king, single season home run king. He might he might get on a couple of talk shows, a morning show, something like that. But it's not, I don't I still don't think it's going to have the same fanfare. I don't think it's going to have the same coverage. And and for whatever reason, but I I think it's because you're right about it. it just people in general, the the mass population is not as interested anymore. That's I don't sad. know. Yeah, it's a sad thing. All right, so that brings me to a question I'd like to ask you. In baseball or basketball or football or anything, what is the 
what is the most important number in all of sports history? What is the number that that most maybe not the most important, but most memorable, most known, most most known in households everywhere? Like if you said the number fifty six, you know, is that is that going to be the most known for the most known number for uh, consecutive games with a hit, or one hundred with most points ever scored in a game by Will Chamberlain, uh, sixty. Uh, because it was held for for forty some years for Babe Ruth mm-hmm. with home runs, sixty one for Maris, because that became another, you know, uh, thirty five years of thirty uh, some years of being held. What is that number? That's hard to say. I I think it's probably one hundred points. Um, from I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, I you know, but. Talking about specific sports, though, in baseball, I think for a long time, I don't know if that's the case anymore, for a long time, it might have been 500 home runs. Um, sure. I mean, because five- that was a magic number. That was a magic number. to 3,000 hits was a magic number to get in the Hall of Fame. 500 home runs, magic number to get in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, can, I, can see, I can see those being with them, too. Yeah. 100% and, being numbers. And now 600. You know, because there are more guys that have 600 home runs. Um, it's still not that many, but yes, there are more. Uh, I mean, our pool holes right now is two home runs away from 700 home runs. I want him to get 700 home runs so bad. I can't even tell you. I just want I, to see him get to 700. It would be the most amazing feat to, to have him do that, knowing this is his last year. And and finish his career out at 700 and being one of three players to have hit, sorry, four players to have hit 700 home runs. That's un, that's insane, insane. Yeah, and he was the best player in baseball for a long time, uh, a very long time. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, only way that happens. <laughs> if if I'm pitching for a team that is well out of contention. And he's got six ninety nine, and it's like the last weekend of the season. I am, I am Chris Witt underhand softball Sunday night softball pitching him a, a just a just a lob. Amen. I, I'll tell you what though, he probably would miss that. You got to put a little cheddar on it, right? You're, <laughs> okay, you're not, I'm throwing him an eighty nine. I'm throwing him an eighty nine mile an hour fastball right down the middle of the plate. Yeah gone or wherever um, he likes it i'm gonna check yeah. his uh his uh what do you call that his, his hot zone <laughs> if he likes it if he likes it up and in if he likes it out middle a little bit i'm putting it wherever he likes it <laughs> absolutely i love yeah that's yeah 100 i'm with you i would do the exact same thing because that that right now means more to me than judge getting 60 yeah I think that's bigger right now. I think you'll see more fanfare for it and stuff like that as well. Definitely. Aaron Judge has a, a long, great career ahead of him. You know, he's still young. Um, and he's like almost bond size from 01 now. Without yeah, but he started help. that way as a rookie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he started 6'7", 
20 or 30 or whatever. And runs like a deer, can play center field, and has an incredible arm. He's This kid is incredible. He has 16 and, stolen bases, which today in today's game is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, especially for a power hitter. You know, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of guys that hit for power, we saw guys, shortstops, guys with speed that started hitting for power in the 2000s and stopped stealing bases after that. Yep. A-Rod. A-Rod. Guys like that, uh, Tejada. Uh, uh, what was his name? Shortstop for the Mets. Um, uh, uh, shoot. Anyway, shouldn't have said it if I can't remember his name. <laughs> uh, and then he played – Okay, I'll think of it later. Where did he go to after that? Um, he was with the Mets. Uh, Rafael Soriano is another one. Um, God, Jose Jose Ramirez? No, Jose. Jose Ramirez is third baseman for the Indians. Jose. Oh, shortstop for the Mets in the two thousands, huh? In the two thousands? Yeah. Oh gosh, I couldn't even tell you. I don't anyway, know. I'm lost. I used to be able to do that stuff off the top of my head all the time. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember anything. Okay, huh. so it's it's going to be it'll be exciting for us. We're 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 checking out our we're watching our phones. We're watching TV as much as we can to try to see Aaron Judge because he seems like a good kid and everything. We're trying to see him hit sixty, hit sixty one, hit sixty two. I'll be excited for that. As excited as I was in 98 or 2001? No. Nope. No. And you know what? But like you said, he's not going after the record either. Yeah. Right. The American League record. But how much does that mean? You know? But it would be really cool to see him win the Triple Crown. I would love to see that. That's that's an even bigger deal, honestly. That's so cool. I mean, you know, Fred Lynn and – or call you Strimsky. And then uh, and then it was a long drought mm-hmm. until you got to Miguel Cabrera. Yeah. And then after Cabrera, here we are. So in the National League, I don't think there's been one since Frank Robinson or something like that. I couldn't even tell you who the last one was. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, that'd be cool. I love that. That's a super cool stat. I remember when Carlos Delgado was really close to it when he played for uh, when he played for the Blue Jays, and and everybody was watching to see if he could possibly get the triple crown, and that was the, one of the coolest things in the world because I was that that triple crown I had never seen one in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Miguel Cabrera won it, and it was like, wow, wow, that was pretty neat, and it just did again when Cabrera run it, the fanfare didn't seem to be there. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Those those are all things that are just unbelievable to me, and and they go by the wayside these days, which is a crying shame. Um, so far, our pulse is over one tonight um, in San Diego. All right, well, milestones are fun, um, but we have got to get into. You want to do NFL picks? So Absolutely. We, we we forgot week one, forgot all about it. Week two, you remembered. I didn't, I still didn't remember. You remembered. So week two on the spot. We picked them last week. And uh we uh I, I've got the results here, Chris. And I can't wait. I, I know. I know uh, I missed at least one. I got a feeling I might have went 0 for three. 
Wow. Uh, well, I'll just tell you, you were zero for three. Oh, you started. You started the season zero and three, and uh, and I started the season zero and three. Oh, so we've Good. we both, time. We both had awful weeks. Anyway, on to week three. Let's not even talk about week two. <laughs> That's easy enough. On to week three, we have got. There are a few games that are pretty interesting to me. Um, and again, Chris always says it. We're doing this from the from the ESPN app on Wednesday. Whatever the spread is there, that's just what we chose. There's there's no significance to that. We, we just chose that to be our mark. That's how we're choosing here. Chris, would you like to start us off? Sure. Uh, I'm going to – I'll start off in Indianapolis. I'm going to take the road favorite in that game, and I'm going to take Kansas City minus five and a half. <clears throat> Kansas City's hotter than a firecracker right now. Um, let's see. And then my next game is going to be in Tennessee. I've got the – got to have at least one home dog. That is the way I always like to do it. Tennessee is terrible. I don't know what's going on with them, but Vegas is struggling as well. I just got a feeling maybe they're in Tennessee. Maybe we can pull something out. I'm going Tennessee plus two. And then last but not least, Jimmy Garoppolo is back under center. And I am taking San Francisco every chance I get because that guy got screwed royally. They won 70% of games that he started. 70% of games. That means they were 7-10 and 10 consistently. I'm sorry, 10 and 7 consistently when he starts. That is very, very good football. 70% of his games, they won. Is that right? Seven out of seven, no, seven, yeah, they three. won seven out of ten. So that'd be right. seven and three. Sorry. That's incredible. That is really good football. 14 and six. Keep going. Those all sound good. So he got screwed by the San Francisco 49ers. And now it's time to for him to make a buttload of money. He's on a one-year deal there. Trey Lance, their, their uh, future is down again. He needs to, He's going to come out and play his brains out. This is Sunday night football in Denver, San Francisco, minus one and a half. Right on. All right. Kansas City, Tennessee, and the 49ers. <clears throat> I am going with. I'm going to start in uh, New York. New York football Jets play the uh, Cincinnati football Bengals. And the Bengals are a five-point road favorite against the Jets. I uh, almost, forgot, almost forgot what that was. Uh, five-point favorite at 0-2. They're still a favorite. Everybody knows the Bengals are better than 0-2. Are they five are they? better? Are they are they five points better on the road? I don't know, but I'm taking the Bengals in that. Wow. Okay. Yep. I like it. This is the turnaround. This is this is where they turn it around. Uh this would be a good game. Green Bay at Tampa Bay. Uh Aaron Rodgers is uh really Joey Votoing it up. I mean, he is going on all the podcasts. He's doing all kinds of interviews. 
Mm-hmm. And he's kind of letting loose. He's not being like real careful about what he says and things like that. He's talking about he's taking ayahuasca and all kinds of things. Um, I don't know what that is, but it sounds fun. Yeah, it's it's um, it's some kind of like drug that really takes you on a. Oh, a I thought journey. it was a place. I thought it was oh, no. a place. No, that's a that's a drug. Uh, so anyway. They're in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is a one-point favorite at home against Green Bay. I'm going to go ahead and take Tampa Bay to win it Gosh. by more than one. Uh, the third one, I had this written down. I know we don't normally do this, but I'm I'm sticking with the 49ers. I'm going with you and the 49ers in that game. It's early in the season. If it was late in the season and we were battling sure. out, I'd change it up. Absolutely. I'm with you on that. I think that's a good pick. 49ers, one and a half point fave at Denver. I like it. We've got our picks for week three. That's the picks for weeks three. Uh, If you paid attention to week two, you didn't win any money, and we apologize. But uh, on to week three. Uh, So, Adam, that brings us to the next segment of the podcast, which you had a Mount Rushmore for us. And that Mount Rushmore, my friend, was the Mount Rushmore of superpowers. Superpowers, that's right. That's right. Could be anything, by the way. It could be something that already exists. It could be something from your imagination. Anything you can think of. Any kind of superpower. Yeah, I like it. I'm I'm really excited to hear what you came up with. I, I feel like I was, I had no creativity. I had one thing that I thought of that I'm like, yep, I, I think I would like that, that I haven't heard anybody else talk about. Yeah. Maybe it already exists somewhere, but I, I haven't seen it. The rest of them are boring. So you go first. Well, uh, I'll tell you this. The, I've always said my entire life, if I ever became some kind of billionaire or, you know, had millions and millions and millions of dollars, I would build a house. And in my house, there would be one room that would be a zero gravity room. I think that'd be the most fun thing in the entire world. It's one of my, I, I think about it all the time. That being said, number one, being able to fly. Uh, it's as boring as it gets. Every superhero can do it. Being able to fly. Um, before we get into some of these, I, I like to say fast is speed, like speed fast. No, thanks. No, thanks. You can't control that. I can't control car when it's going super fast. Much less, I'm going to run into something. It's going to hurt. I mean, a bug. If you hit a bug when you're running that fast, it's going to leave a bruise. No, I'm good. No thanks. X-ray vision. Everybody talks about X-ray vision. Why would I want X-ray vision? I don't want to look at people's bones all the time. Why would I want to look at bones? Now, can you have like like uh, close ray vision where you just – their clothes disappear. That's a different thing, I guess. I don't know if that's there, but I would love to walk around and see people naked. I think that'd be fun. I would have, I would enjoy that. I'm not putting that out there though, because I don't think that's a superpower. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to go with number two. I'm going to go with is uh, being able to hear people's thoughts, hear what people think. Uh, I'm very, as much as I love being outgoing and crazy and silly and stuff, I'm very self-conscious at the same time, all the time. I just don't put it out there. Uh, I I try not to let anyone know 
that how much I care about how much people think about all kinds of stuff, but it means so much to me. It's not even funny. <laughs> I would love to be able to hear people's thoughts. Uh, third mind control. I want to be able to like walk up to you and go, uh, think in my head, scratch your ear and then boom, you scratch your ear hundred percent. That's uh that's one I would go with. I got to tell you, bub, number four, probably silly but i was trying to think of something and i it there's i'm not a superhero guy i never read marvel books i never did the the comic strips or books or whatever they are i do read the comics on the in the newspaper but there's no superheroes in those um i don't do the comic con that's not my thing right so i don't know a ton but uh yeah number four i'd like to be able to breathe underwater Mm, aquaman style sure okay there you go that's my four nice um speaking of that how's your fishing tonight ah big old zero started raining on me i took off didn't get any good fishing today unfortunately all right all right though we're getting close i'm finding some new spots good yeah um yeah and i mean fishing would be a whole lot easier if you could breathe underwater so yeah. Go down there and follow the fish and uh grab one. Yeah, just grab them up. Mm-hmm. All right. Those are those are all really good. By the way, I agree with you. Number one, I was never a superhero guy. I don't watch the movies. I've seen a couple of them just because other people wanted to go or whatever, and I went. Um, wasn't a comic book guy or anything like that. But and I, I thought the same thing about the speed i thought the same thing you did sounds terrible i mean i'm sure it could uh, you know you could be a great baseball player because you'd never get caught stealing but uh and i guess you score, <laughs> i guess you score every time every time you make contact or get on base but uh besides that yeah i mean you know it's 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 just okay i'm starting with flying though you're right if I can, I can get everywhere a lot faster if I can fly. And I don't even have to. I don't even have to be able to fly six thousand miles an hour. I don't know. Fly. Yeah, you I can, fly as can, fast as I could. If I could fly as fast as I could run, I'd be happy. You can go in a straight line anywhere. Exactly. Good call on that. The other one, I was kind of surprised to hear you say, but excited. Mind reading. I, for the same reason, I want to be able to know who doesn't like me, why they don't like me. <laughs> How can I better myself? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so I would like to be able to read people's thoughts, know what they're thinking. Um, I feel like you could, you could maybe help uh, cool, a, cool a situation from boiling You know, you see somebody getting upset about something and they're about to say something that's going to escalate a situation or something. And you can help stop that stuff like that. Um, You know, uh, if you're a single person and you're dating or you're out uh, in public and, you know, as a as a shy person, especially as a male, it's uh, it's tough to to just gather up the courage to approach a, a, a lady that you find attractive if if a lady finds me attractive though, and I can see that in her mind. Okay. Now I know there's something there. 
now I confidence. Think, now it's a now I've got a little confidence. That's it. That's it. Number three, I'm going invisible. Oh, if I can, man, can I make that my third one instead? You can, if you want. I'm yeah. changing it. I want to be invisible, hundred percent. That's that's that may be my number one. I didn't <laughs> wow. think about that. That might be number one. Oh my I, god, that'd be so much fun. A lot of you. I mean, you go anywhere you want to because you're invisible, anywhere, and you escape from any situation you want to because you're invisible. I mean, any way you want to use it, being invisible would be unbelievable. Number four, here, here's the thing. Here's the one, here's the only one that came out of my own brain. I hate being hot. I hate being cold. Climate controlled. If I could control the climate either everywhere or just where I'm at or just my body temperature, if I can just have an even comfortable body temperature where the sun, the sun or the heat doesn't bother me, the freezing cold doesn't bother me. That would be a great superpower for me. Wow. I like that one. That's a good one, bro. Good Thank one. You. Well done. Thank you. Nicely done. Nicely done. Well, there you go. That's the uh that's the Mount Rushmore of superpowers, my friends. Mm-hmm. If you are watching or listening, reach out to one of us on Twitter. Uh, I'm Adam Schmidt44. You're sick with it. W-H-I-T-T-I-T. Uh S-I-C. W-H-I-T-T-I-T. Let us know. Let us know what you think. Uh, Nosebleed Sports Podcast on Facebook, whatever. uh, Comment on iTunes or whatever. Reach us however you can. Let us know what your superpowers would be if you have some different from us. Um, Chris, we, uh, you chose the comedy special for last week. For this did week. did you chose a person with a new netflix special and it was a person that i was not familiar with nope never is, heard of this which dude. is always exciting could be terrible could be incredible could be somewhere in between shang wang uh was the special sweet. was title sweet. was sweet and juicy sweet and juicy sweet and juicy shang wang this was uh, what you your pick. Start us off. What do you think? Um, I I I, there, I didn't like bust out laughing the entire time, but he's a good storyteller. This dude tells some. He's he's got that slow, methodical kind of hippie vibe to him, and and uh, he's he's got. Uh, I don't I don't know how else to describe it except for that, but he his his punchlines are out there and a little different you know what i mean so that makes me happy when i'm not ready for it because it just not that it doesn't make sense but that it's just different from what you're thinking like he's talking about going and getting new underwear because his, he he figured out he needed to because because one of his one of his balls smacked against his leg during basketball and he was afraid someone was going to call foul <laughs> <laughs> So he got some briefs. He hasn't got briefs in however long. He thinks he might have got panties, but they just way they fit him, and he starts doing all. Oh, so that was so good. There's there's some really he had some really really good jokes in here. Um, 
I, I got to tell you, man, I mean, I liked it. it I, I wasn't dying laughing. Okay. I did laugh. I did. I did smile the entire time. Every I thought every joke was good. Um, his delivery is fun. It's different. It's it's trying to think of who you could describe it as. Maybe maybe uh, Chong, whatever his name is. Maybe not. But he's not like that hippie high. He's not that high kind of a feeling. But it's give me it. Who is it? you got it in I, your head? I the whole time I was thinking I have a comparison, and you describe this person exactly the way the the uh the the kind of hippie thing and his his uh his kind of out there punchlines and jokes and stuff like that you described and this is not perfect every time every joke but a, i saw a lot of mitch hedberg in this guy oh oh my god a lot of mitch hedberg in this yes 100 percent. and I, he's and he's 42 right so okay. he's older so he's he, I guarantee he was around like that had to be an influence on him. Of course. He's a couple, sure. years old, old, a couple years older than us. And we love Mitch Hedberg. Exactly. That is it. You're exactly right. That's the way this dude, I love, I loved it. I loved it. Um, I mean, I, I'm not like going four, six, four, seven, four. I'm not getting that high, but I'm not getting into, I'm, I'm going to stick at the four. I'm just going to go four, one. I feel like he's got room to get better, but I still feel like it was good. It was it was all around really good. I couldn't agree more. Um, I think a really good joke writer. Uh, he did. He I think he did a good job. And this is more a personal preference thing. But you know, I like the the shorter jokes with the setup and the punchline normally. Mm-hmm. But there are good comics that do more storytelling. I think he was a good mix. He did a great mix. Great mix. Yeah. And you were just talking about Mitch Hedberg. I was just thinking that was a total Mitch Hedberg when he talked about the juicer. And and yeah. then like and then he would get into the you know it's bad when he goes on top of the fridge with the with the old dust that's gonna eventually become oil. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the greasy dust. <laughs> that was a Mitch Hedberg-esque. Yes. Yeah. Describing something so vividly. That is in our every, it's in everyone's everyday life. Sometimes the pace of how he delivered in, in his voice. I mean, I heard Mitch Hedberg in some of those jokes, like the way he said it exactly. I'm like, whoa, that's exactly how Mitch Hedberg would have done that joke. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and probably a little mix of some other people too. Like I said, not every joke was like that because he was more storyteller. You know, he was more of a storyteller than Mitch Hedberg. Um, and he would get, you know, he, he had a little bit faster pace here and there. But I, 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 that, real, that, that really jumped out at me. Um, talked about buying pants at Costco. You get, to the, you get to that point in your life that you just don't care as much anymore. You're buying, you're buying Kirkland pants um that was a good one the <laughs> mounds candy bar for some reason he it, it's a gross candy bar but it's his favorite for some reason <laughs> when they could come up with a better name than piles <laughs> yeah. in mounds um <laughs> something i related to so much was flooding your counter when you're trying to clean a cookie sheet <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, this guy's seen me in my house. 
Oh man. Um, let's see. <laughs> he's uh he's not well read, but his books are well traveled. I related <laughs> to that too. That I've good. gone on a few trips. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna have some time here and there to read. Do I ever do I read at home? Of course not, but I'm definitely gonna take a book with me when I go on vacation because I'm gonna have all kinds of time to read. I'm I, I've d- definitely done that. Like 50 milligrams of melatonin in each page. <laughs> yeah. That's me. I open a book up and I fall asleep. Me too. That's a big part of why it's not why I don't read. Um he talked about playing basketball a little bit. Of course, I like that. Um, he had the joke. I, I'm, I'm not going to try to say the whole thing because I don't remember it all. But, but his mind is telling him, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna cross over, do a spin move, and a and a graceful finger roll." And he said, "My body throws the ball, turns the ball over out of bounds, throws it over somebody's head out of bounds." Yeah, and it's giggle time. <laughs> I like that. Oh man, uh, the. <laughs> testing stuff on rats he's like if it doesn't translate to humans that's rat news <laughs> does not should not be in a human newspaper that right. is a that's mitch Hedberg, Hedberg right there yes. that does not need to be in a human newspaper that's rat, new, rat news uh the reversible belt stuff yeah that was good <laughs> um oh man the, <laughs> the first asian choo-choo train that was kind of goofy <laughs> yeah uh let's see the uh using enough starting to use enough lotion the body lotion and then you only you can only use it so much until the pump stops working that's <laughs> good you yeah. use it like a dipstick it's <laughs> like, yeah. like buttering toast with us it's like buttering toast with a with a uh chopstick chopstick when he's talking about that the expensive eye cream can only be put on with your middle with the ring finger. <laughs> yeah. It's the laziest yeah. finger. It doesn't pick, it doesn't point, and it doesn't cuss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was such a good joke. Oh man. Um <laughs> okay. I'm I mean I I wrote a lot. I wrote, I wrote way more down on this than I normally do. I really, really like this guy. I'm so glad that you chose this one because. He's really good. I mean, he's a really good comedian. Um, I wrote my number down right before you said yours. And I, I put four point in right before I marked the one, I stopped and put a two. I went 4.2 on this. Nice. So we're right there together on this one. Right there together. Uh, Shang Wang. I I mean, I I hope I start seeing him come up uh, other places and seeing more more stuff on the internet and I'm going to try to check him out if he's on social media and stuff like that. Cause uh, this guy's good. Yeah, he's good. All right. Well, Adam, that brings us to next week. Mm-hmm. What is, um, do you have a comedy segment picked out? I do one. I'm, I'm really excited about. I uh, sort of accidentally heard like at least three or four minutes of this already, uh, but it was enough to make me, really excited about it. Pat Oswalt just yesterday from the time we're recording this came out with a new special on Netflix. It's called we all scream. Patton Oswalt. I gotta tell you, man, for being the biggest dork on King of Queens and all the different dorky things he plays. He's really good. Stand-up comic. He's really, really good and really funny. Now he is a storyteller. And every story, he's going to tell three total stories 
but he's got a million punchlines in every story. And he is fun. This, this I'm ex- see, here's where I get myself in trouble. I'm, I get excited. I'm getting excited about <laughs> yeah. this one. It's going to let me down. I got to know, not, no, uh, not, not thinking anything going into this. Yep. Right, yeah. Is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Yep. Yep. We all scream. Um, yeah, it, it was, it was cool. Cause I, so I, there's a Netflix, I think it's Netflix as a joke, uh, podcast that you can get on iTunes. And it's like every day they post one joke from a comedy special or something. And usually it's like, if somebody comes out with a new special, like they post, they post that one as soon as possible. So it's like, you know, anywhere between a minute and five minutes or six minutes or something like that, depending on whatever joke they choose. So this one, they played one of his jokes, um, I mean, I'll just, I'm not going to tell you what the joke is because I want you to hear it, but really, really funny. And you're right. It was a story and it had, he said 15 funny things in four minutes about it. Yes. So I'm excited. You're right though. Expectations get us in trouble sometimes. So I'm not, I'm going to try not to get too overhyped too, but I'm with you on that. That sounds good. All right. That sounds good, brother. Uh, So here's my, here's my question for you. Have we done the Mount Rushmore of Gatorade flavors? Ooh. I'm going to say no. All right. That's what we're doing. Mount Rushmore Gatorade flavors. I drink Gatorade so much. It's not even funny. My dad will chime in on this one. He likes the Mount Rushmore segment on this podcast. Yeah. He's a Gatorade drinker. All right. There you go. I'm excited to hear what his four are then. He switched from pop to Gatorade. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. I'm trying. I still have popped something a little too often, but I feel you. I, 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 give me a, give me a ginger ale. Give me a root beer still sometimes. That's the two grossest things you could ever drink. (laughs) Those are my two, those are my two pops, man. Those are the Uh, sodas I want. (laughs) uh, Good. I'm going to start coming to your house. So I'll never drink pop. (laughs) There you go. I got plenty of water here too. There you go. All right, man. Chocolate milk. That sounds good, dude. I think we're. I think we're. I think we're good to go. That's a. That's wrapped up nice and quick today, my friend. Nice tight one today, yes, sir. I like it. I like it. All right. So next week, Patton Oswald. We all scream, and Mount Rushmore Gatorade flavors, and let's see what happens with. We've got. We've got uh, coming up towards the end of the baseball season. But the big part, we can talk about the playoffs uh, maybe next week a little bit. But we also have the NBA starting on Sunday at training camps. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get a lot of stuff talking about this guy, whoever owns the uh, – who is it? What what team is he Suns. The Suns. Yeah. I'm going to hear about that. He officially came out today and said that he's going to sell uh, – hit that team and the, the, the girls' team too. So inevitable. Yeah. So anyway, um, there'll be stuff like we got a lot of things that could be coming up. Aaron Judge, Albert Pujols. Um, yeah. So until next week, don't forget to turn your headlights on. <laughs>